Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This message will self-destruct. What time is the danger? It's time to begin the football weekend. And as they say in Tinseltown, roll up. This is a football Friday edition of Dirt and Spray. They had pride. They had talent. They had hats and t-shirts. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader. 1080 The Fan. 43 And happy football Friday to all that observe. How we doing? How was Thanksgiving? Are we thankful that we're in today? No, we're not. Oh, no, nobody's thankful no. we're in nobody's today. Nobody's thankful I, of having to work today. I no. was. But we're here and we'll power through. Because we'll it's not a real job. It. As one listener tweeted us yesterday, you're off work at 9 a.m., okay? It's like, well, you're not wrong. Speak for yourselves. Well, that's true, yeah. What time the Pilots play today? Uh, noon. I gotta, mm-hmm. I'm got i bolting straight over there. You're Michael Bolton out of here, aren't you? I am Michael Bolton out of here. Big fan, big fan of Michael gotta Bolton. Got to get over to the Coliseum. Big fan of Michael Bolton. Got to find our. Uh, got to find a coach to tape the pregame interview as soon as their bus pulls in. So, well, yeah. Uh, I was excited to come in, and I was excited to do this show, and I said, I don't know who I'm going to go with. It was spraying the line. I wanted the Vikings all week. I won some good bets yesterday nice. with all the football going on, and and Swag turns on his mic, and I go, who are you picking? He goes, I'm taking the Bears to cover, and I go, what if there's no Justin Fields? And he goes, what are you talking about? Who's their backup? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should know that before you make the pick. Let me uh, Google, let's search. Who is the Is Chicago- it Cody Kessler? Uh, well, let's play the guessing game. Play here. the guess. Okay, I'll look it up. See if you guys can guess it. Who do you think the backup in Chicago is, Swigart? They have one other quarterback. He has attempted one pass. He's one of one for five yards uh, on the season. Have we heard of him? Uh, yes, you have. He has been a starter in the NFL. Oh, 
Not very long, but he has been a starter. Matt Barkley. Uh, no. <laughs> is Matt Barkley still in the NFL? He know. could be. be. I don't know if he career. is or not. Uh, Chase Daniel? Uh, no. No. He's in, San, he's in L.A. He's, he's in, in L.A. LA. Um, it's, is it Case Keenum? It is not. Oh. No, Case, Case Keenum's Keenum. in... Uh, he's uh, in Buffalo? Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I give up. You're never going to guess Can't it. Go. It's uh, Trevor Simeon. Oh. And their third quarterback is Nathan Peterman. No. So I don't know no. who technically is the number two, but Yikes. Simeon no. has attempted a pass on the year. He's one on one for five yeah, yards. We don't, we you don't, want Simeon? You want I don't Simeon? need the urban sombrero in there on Sunday. <laughs> Simeon's awful, man. I'll never forget Peter King when Simeon was the Bronco quarterback after Peyton. I'm Sim- running the Wildcat with Montgomery, is basically <laughs> what I'm doing. Peter King ran like half his Monday morning quarterback with. Uh, my ride along to the Denver facility with Trevor Simeon. <laughs> and I just thought, Peter. Peter, what are we doing here? Buddy, like. Nobody cares. Everybody knew Trevor Simeon wasn't the dude, and you're yeah. out here doing like half your piece on Trevor Simeon. He's the future, man. They're building it around him in Denver, all right? Yeah, that, that fizzled out really hard. He's already 30 years old. Isn't that wild? I'm surprised he's not older. You think he's older than that? Doesn't it feel like a long time since Peyton Manning played in the NFL? Yeah, his years as a starter were 2016 and then kind of 2017 with the Broncos. And that was, I mean, he was horrible and they moved on. He's playing, this is his third different team in the last three years since then. You don't have children, but I do ask because I wouldn't be shocked if you were. Are you watching that new Tim Allen Santa Claus show on Disney Plus? I have not watched it yet. No. Do you know of which I speak? I do. Yeah, we might get to it at some point this month. Yeah, it's you or know next month, I guess. It's not the worst thing ever they could have done, but Tim Allen's old, and so like now he doesn't just look like Santa Claus. He looks like old Santa Claus, <laughs> and it's really weird with the makeup. Anyways. Peyton Manning's in the latest episode. Oh. And I was watching. He actually had a pretty decent chunk of a scene. And uh, my takeaway was, I feel like Peyton Manning played in the NFL a decade ago. It's crazy how it's not that long ago. They won the 2015 Super Bowl. That was his, and he rode off into the sunset. But yet it feels like so long ago because he's been so active post-career in other ventures. Yeah, I mean, we're almost at a decade. You're getting there. You're you're inching towards it, which is also crazy to think about. I also give Peyton Manning a lot of credit for his post-career career. Like, that guy's doing it right. Him and Eli got their little shows that they do on ESPN+. Plus. They're doing fun commercials. He has to do one broadcast a week where he gets to sit in his own basement, doesn't even have to leave his house to go do it. You know they don't think that that's actually their basements? Oh, where do they think they go? There's a rumor in the industry. <laughs> a rumor. I Well, I'm in the industry, so I hear <laughs> all the rumors. That you are. But there is gossip that they think that it's actually like L.A. or somewhere, and it's a studio set. But they put them in... Because if you sometimes if you catch Peyton, when Peyton will get up to go to an illustrator, if you look above, those are studio lights. Those aren't like, oh, those are your basement, you know, movie well, theater lighting sure. lights. And I'm not saying you can't install it, but there are just some people that speculate whether they're actually in their basements or if it's just a really kick-ass studio setup that makes it look like Mr. Rogers, like, hey, this is my house neighbor. Come hang out. <laughs> Come be my neighbor. Because it it would, I guess there's just little things with the telecast hmm. that makes it, makes people wonder, is that really a house, though? Or is that like a studio 
that you've created a makeshift house with. That would actually really piss me off if they were in a studio. Because if they were in a studio, you should put them next to each other so there's not yeah, a weird Yeah, you shouldn't have all delay. the technical <laughs> delays with their guests and all that nonsense. They are always talking over each other. And if you're sitting, like me and, me and you sitting next to each other, if we had somebody on Zoom, we wouldn't have the issue of stepping over one of another because we're in the same studio. But if you were on Zoom and I was on Zoom and the guest was on Zoom and somebody was on a delay, then you might have those problems. And that honestly makes that broadcast at times unwatchable to me. So if they really are in the same room, that actually pisses me off because you shouldn't have those glitches, which is why I still maintain they're in their own houses. So you think they it is I real? Do. I think they probably said, hey, you want us to do this. You're going to pay us a lot of money. Yeah. I'm not traveling. And you're going to come install whatever I need in my house. And I got this sick mansion with a big-ass man cave. Give me a big screen. Give me a golf simulator. Give me some lights in here, and we'll be good to go. Yeah, if you're Eli, like Eli, I would assume Eli's hubbed in Jersey somewhere. Probably like an upper end Sounds of about Jersey, right? right? Yeah. Wouldn't that make sense? His, his uh, setup is not quite as elaborate, I feel like, as Peyton's. I feel like when they zoom around Peyton's, it's, there's a lot more going on there. Yeah, but I think Eli's is better. He's got a golf simulator. He, he does have the simulator out of the deal. I mean, yeah. if you have a $15,000, $20,000 simulator, I think you're winning that battle. <laughs> it's, not, it's not bad. It's not a bad deal. How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was good. I ate way too much food. Did you? Was oh. super tired. Oh, can I give you guys an honest opinion here? Yeah, what do you got? Yeah. So I, me and my wife actually threw it down. I don't brag very much. But we threw it down yesterday. Cooking-wise? Cooking-wise. Food turned out good? She nailed a lot of some of the things that we, like, we made, uh, we found a cornbread dressing. Mm, there you Ooh. go. So you bake cornbread, yep. you take it out, you you chop it all up, you mix it together with the stuff. <laughs> like, even Danny Meringue would not be able to refute how delicious this was. Uh, but he would find a way. He Yeah, well, it's his opinion. I mean, that's a trash take. Steak. But... Salmon, Brussels sprouts, we had honey roasted carrots, like mashed potatoes, gravy. We had all the fixings, right? It was a good meal. There you go. Uh, I had one plate. I loaded it up. I didn't eat a second plate. I didn't eat it the second Thanksgiving I went to later on in the eve. I wasn't hungry. Like, hmm. one plate. That was enough for you? Yeah, it did. And I hmm. usually am like two, three plate guy, but... It cooked me. One big-ass plate of food cooked me for the whole day. The, the, the trouble with going to the in-laws is you get the, we got there at about 1030, and usually you don't end up eating till 1, 130. Like the full, full meal comes out a couple hours later. But they have so much food that's already available. Like I showed up at 1030, and there were already like plates of burnt ends just sitting there. I'm not going to not eat those. Burdens are dangerous, though. They're almost meat right. chips. They, they, don't, you, they you, don't fill you up. Yeah. You can have like 15 of them or, right. you know. Seven, maybe. Well, especially like Uncle Dennis makes them. Exactly. They're super candied, so they're really right. delicious. They're just melting in your mouth. Yeah. And next thing you know, you're like, all right, I've had like 11 of these, and I should probably stop because the ribs and the turkey are going to be done here soon. Oh, and then ribs. and then by the time the main meal's done, it's like, well, I can't. Everybody's got to go get in line and get their food. So I can't, I can't be the rude guy, so i got to keep eating at that point. But it just, I, my balance is off all day because I can't. It's like when you go to a Mexican restaurant and they put the chips and salsa on the table. I always fill up too quick. Mm. I can't. I can't avoid it. You have no control. I have no control, wow. and so I need to next year. I'm not going to do it, but I'm telling myself now, like, hey, don't eat too much early in the day, and you know, kind of cruise your way through it. But I know I'm not going to. So I think my my big mistake was, and I I know this from past experience. Usually when you eat, we try to eat earlier rather than later because my mom came over at eleven, and I think we sat down to eat at like twelve. 
twelve thirty. That's how you should do it. it yeah, anytime before two o'clock, I think you're good. Yeah. Well, I there's somebody I follow on Twitter. He's he's a Mexican chef. Like he's Mexican and he's a chef. <laughs> and he tweeted, "Hey, white people." How was your breakfast Thanksgiving? <laughs> and I thought it was really funny because, yeah, white people usually eat Thanksgiving rather early. We like to eat early. But I didn't let anybody, including myself, in my family, I never, I didn't let them eat anything. That's good, yeah. Well, I don't know if it is because past experience says if you eat a very small, light breakfast, it actually seems to gear you up more to eat more throughout the day. Whereas if you don't eat till 12, and I was up at 5, yeah. plus I smoked. <laughs> Man, I had the munchies, and I fought the munchies all day. I yeah. fought through the munchies. We got through it. My daughter's like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> I think it just, I wasn't hungry. I think I was too hungry, and so when I ate my big plate, I, it kind of like screwed yeah. my system up. I couldn't eat again. It's tough. What one big plate can do it to you, though. But the the discipline it takes to not eat throughout the day, I I don't have that discipline. I, it's not discipline. There, it is discipline. I though. wasn't hungry. Like I was like, I kind of just said eat you were it. fighting through the munchies. No, 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 no. I'm talking about pre the meal, the post meal. I didn't. I didn't. Oh smoke. sure, the post meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Post meal. That's uh, the only thing I ate after the meal was pie. We went and had pie at my folks' house. Good pie. And then you know I had a little piece. They made a there chocolate. There was no pie. pecan pie, so I passed. Oh wow. Oh, no pump- pecan option. No wow. pumpkin and apple. Thanks, I'm full. I didn't want pumpkin pie really on Thanksgiving. Well, I gorged myself. So because yeah. I was uh, up early, and. Almost. You were the talk of the sports world yesterday. Almost <laughs> there to document some pilot history. But, uh, <laughs> that would have been the greatest win in pilot's history. Yes, they are bounce. now 0-10 against number one ranked teams all time. I mean, we were glued to it. The NFL game was good. That was the Buffalo-Detroit game was coming out of the wire. Yeah. I pivoted to I pilot's had to. UNC. But in the last like six minutes of the game, it's like, holy yeah. crap. Look, it we, was. We knew the Lions in some way were going to lose that yes. game. Yeah, you yeah. knew you, they were going to. Like, they scored the touchdown. You're like, oh, my God, they're they're up. And Dude, I felt yeah. good they were going to cover the spread. I didn't even have to sweat out that bad because it was back and forth. It was oh. a tie well, game. It was it's funny because like, eh, they, so North Carolina, they early on, so after the first couple of minutes, everybody settled in. Then they got a early, like, 10, 11-point lead, and you're like, okay. <laughs> and Pilots found some hot hands. The bench they got a bench this year, which they didn't have last year. So they get back in it, and it's a two point game at halftime. And you're like, all right, they came to play good. They showed up. They didn't that last loss before this didn't affect them. And then as we got to each media timeout in the second half, I was looking there at my partner. I go, I feel like I'm. It's like no hitter, and it's like okay, don't say you, anything. You recognize that they haven't had a hit. But at what point do you recognize what's going on? I got all these stats about the pilots against ranked teams and number one teams and all that. And and you're starting to get there. And, yeah, we got to that under eight timeout. And when they got the four-point lead, it was 73-69, somewhere around six and a half minutes to go. And that was when I was like, okay, this is for real. This could happen. This might happen. And then the pucker factor. And then they couldn't buy a – by a bucket down the stretch. They were one for eight in the last four minutes from the field. That's the moment, man. They beat number one in the country, a team well, that and they experience. have an all-time center, too, that could just grab an offensive rebound yeah, and post up. We started out like, a little yeah. attrition. We had some guys get uh, our big guy, the one big guy they truly have, he fouled out. And they still hit that three with 50 seconds, and it was a one-possession game, and you're like, 
And then R.J. Davis, just a dagger 20-footer with 30 seconds. So the pilots and the Beavs, they, they, they got yeah. Heartbreak City yep. from the state of North Carolina yesterday. Ducks have some issues. The Ducks got <laughs> Yeah, what the hell happened there? I watched like four minutes of that game and turned it off. They do have some of their guys injured. That Bartholomew kid who's their starting point guard, the transfer mm. from Colorado, was out in this game. I guess UConn's really good, though. <laughs> but UConn's 6-0 and and ranked. <laughs> no clue. You don't care. I like that you pointed at me like I know their point, their starting point guard. No, I like pointed at you because I'm sure you didn't know. <laughs> he just doesn't care. Yeah, their starting I mean, point guard. No, was, no. Oh, okay. Let's I knew just that, be honest. I knew he they had some guys that were hurt. I knew that. But I watched four minutes of that game. It was like, eh, this is terrible. I'm turning it off. He's not going to care no. until they're in the tournament and they're like, yeah. hey, we can yeah. win this and go to the Elite Eight. He's like, see, Elite yeah. Eight, baby. Tonight, go, baby. Well, tonight they get Michigan State. Michigan State lost to Alabama. Oh, okay. Michigan State's not good. And so... Uh, so Michigan there. State, uh, that's the nightcap. So that's a 9 p.m.-ish tip, 8.30 here on the fan tonight. I uh, Can I ask why we play those games on Thanksgiving? Yeah, that was... Yeah. Attendance looked like it was pretty crappy. Like it was there. I like the Oregon State one was the first one. I like was no like the fans yeah. of Portland. I'm not surprised that Portland fans didn't you know necessarily go. North Carolina fans travel well. Duke fans travel well. I get all that. But like I turned on the TV and I saw not many Beaver fans there. And I'm like, five years ago, you complain about not being in. You get Duke in your opening draw. Like that's a big. How often do you play Duke? But it was on the holiday. I know. Well, I know. And then I so I looked at the stadium though. And there yeah. was like six orange shirts in there. I'm like, is there nobody at this game? And then I turned on the Oregon game. Later, there was nobody there. Yeah. Nobody. It's kind of not a smart idea, in my opinion, to play it on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I just don't. It's all. Don't I mean, it's, it's a whole. It's a yeah. whole ESPN made for TV thing and Nike and. I just it's all made for TV. Play it. Start it Wednesday. Give them a day off. Let them eat their turkey. Well, and but they, the way they have it, they get uh, they get Saturday off because they can't. They don't want to go if, against if the, the Civil War. Well, if the Oregon schools are there, they're going to take a day off also for college football because it's an ESPN event. Hmm. And if it stays that weekend, that's the rivalry game weekend. ESPN's not putting on. Yeah. So here's my only. I have a pretty big beef uh, with your situation yesterday because i again i turned the lion bills game to the yeah. pilots unc i was like oh my god i thought all week they were gonna get killed and lose by 20 and what was the line in that game it was like 15 or 16 cover oh, hey. cover machines that's a cover and so i'm watching this and here's my big beef we're not getting jason swigard courtside yeah where were you uh where we were, were up you? in the travis demers seats uh, that's ridiculous that's bs man you're the you're the radio play-by-play yeah, play. you have to see the action do you know who i am you should have walked around and said that no every i mean they, they pilots like assistant coaches there's like, nobody down there well they, they have people well it was limited well the other side like for tournament games the other side uh, along courtside is all media. Uh, Those were all the expensive seats they were selling. So the only they carved out one little niche right at center court for the ESPN TV guys. Uh, ridiculous. And then they got all the scores and timers and you, all that you stuff. You had Robbie Hummel. Get out of here. <laughs> you had legitimate opportunity to be on ESPN right at the forefront. We could. <laughs> oh, I know. We'll be the same up in Coliseum. We'll be at the concourse. Okay. Uh, oh, in the Coliseum. Okay, you know what? I don't want to keep going on the clock. There's a couple more observations I want to share from watching the PK, and I want to kind of recap the gobble day of sports. There was a lot going on yesterday. There was a lot going on. I'll give you an update on the World Cup, and then we'll pack 12 picks against the spread at 630. We will dive into the, the Civil War. We'll dive into Oregon, Oregon State. We got Ricky Williams, our great friend from the University of Texas, Texas, 
and Miami Dolphin, New Orleans Saints fame. He'll join us at 7.30. He's in town this weekend promoting his Heisman brand. And anytime we can get Ricky Williams on, we will always take it. We'll dive into the Apple Cup. We'll spread the line at 8.30. It's going to be a busy show. So if you're out there and you're listening, one, thank you. And two, buckle up, baby. It's a football Friday. We have a lot to get to. Dirt and Sprague on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we'll do our Pac-12 picks against the spread coming up at the bottom of the hour. Let's recap the day of gobble sports. I have one observation from the PK. Oregon State takes on Florida today. They damn near beat Duke yesterday, man. They did. Uh, yeah, somebody tweeted me. He's like, how how you feeling? I'm like, look, it's great that they're hanging with Duke, that they're making this interesting. They were up at one point in the second half, but I think... Yeah, they couldn't deal with Filipowski down the stretch. Yeah, Housky just housed them. Uh, two threes in the final seconds. Yeah. Any team that He's loses new... to Portland State, you just don't... You don't put all your eggs in the... Uh, yeah. We're going to Did you Duke ever basket. get the sense of they were really going to do this? No. Kind of the way Portland was like... No. No. And it was great because as the Iowa State and the Villanova fans were starting to come in, because there was a couple calls. There was one like out of bounds call that was questionable. And we heard all of these boos that went towards North Carolina. And all of a sudden, <laughs> the whole, you know, everybody that wasn't in Carolina blue started booing. And I'm like, oh, Pilot, Pilot Nation's grown a little bit here this morning. And they want the Portland Pilots. In oh, the next yeah. Round. They Let's wanted to see pilots. number one go down. But uh, no. I, this team just lost by double digits to Portland State. Yeah. Like, why should I have faith? They won, like, four games last year. It was also really, I mean, 54-51, like, just sticking yeah, it was an ugly game. The Portland-Carolina game was a, a fun game. It yes, was up and down, making shots. 
making plays. I've watched a lot of the Oregon UNC uh, women's game. Uh-huh. Not a lot of it, but we're flipping around, and uh, they outscored Duke Oregon State by the, like in the yeah. halfway through the third quarter. Uh, Duke had 37 points with like nine minutes to go yeah. in the second half, and I went, "This is awful." It's this the wor- I think it was. They said it was the worst field goal per shooting shooting percentage for Duke in a victory in like forever. I thought you were going to tell me in Moda Center history. They shot 26 no. percent as a team and 17 percent from three, and they yeah. still won. and they won the game, and, and they, won. they still yeah. won. I mean, that kind of tells you I need to know. <laughs> my my takeaway because I want to get to some of the football here. Uh, I know we know this, but. It was confirmed yesterday and needs to be reaffirmed on the air. Yeah. I, I do not mean any disrespect with this statement. No. I don't want to get canceled or in trouble I for this statement. I, have a ton of memories in that place. We need to blow up the Glass Palace, yes. and it needs to be turned into a stadium for spo- another sports team, or it <laughs> needs to be turned into another arena. That is a dump. It is awful. Aesthetically, it looks terrible. Yeah. You know this. You call games in it, and I, I just – we are well past the expiration date of that venue existing. Yes. You can memorialize people who served and sacrificed their lives for this great country in a billion different ways. I don't need glass walls to do it. We need to blow that arena up. It is <laughs> long past its expiration date. I won't say names, but I know of somebody who recently had a dog – that was maybe 18 years old, and I watched that dog barely be able to walk, and I thought, y- you should have put this dog down a long time ago. They couldn't do it. They finally did it, and you kind of go, good. Thank you. Like, no offense. Yeah. I know it's an emotional day, but I'm glad you did that. That's what the Memorial Coliseum is now to me. If you think it looks bad on TV, you should walk around the bowels of the stadium sometime. I was just <laughs> in it for a Kid Cudi concert. It was absolutely awful. It smelled like piss in the concourse, and the st- the seats are old. It's just... What are we doing with that? Can we can we can we move on? Yeah, there was what a handful of architects. If there's a way to do it to save the outside, but totally gut and redo it from the inside the way they did, like climate pledge, climate pledge, and key arena. I don't care what you do, just do something. Do that. I'd I'd love to see them turn it into something with you know six to seventy five hundred seats for the Winter Hawks that brings it up to date, so it's a cool place, and then you can use it for other stuff, but. Yeah, we need to we need to gut it down to the studs. I like the retractable go. roof stadium for football or baseball, but that's just selfishly me talking. <laughs> we can even name it Memorial Coliseum. I honestly carry the name over. Yeah. Like I don't care. Like, good, I'd rather have that than a random Staples. The lives of those people. We'll build you a new fountain out there. The yeah, lives of those exactly. people doesn't go away because no. the building doesn't exist. Like it no. doesn't. Yeah, I think you're just dealing with a lot of red tape with the city. They had to make a bunch of changes the last time the PKI or 80 whatever came yeah. five years ago. They had to put a new video board in. They had to you know update some of the concourse stuff. Uh, but there's just only so much money to go around. Like the Winterhawks owners have tried to put a little money into it to like facelift it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but on they the gotta go. If you're gonna do that, then there's a whole bunch of upgrade stuff and uh, oh, it's ADA all stuff yeah. you got to do and yeah. earthquake upgrades and all these sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. They start um, from scratch. So, hell of a win for the Vikings. I kind of liked that line all week, but, like, that was a fun football game to end our Thanksgiving. They also had the refs on their team, too. They got the benefit of every call in that game. You Did, did you disagree with the Hunter Henry thing? Uh, I did disagree with the Hunter Henry thing. I thought that was a touchdown. So, so did I, but, you know, I, I know they explained it on the, the broadcast about a catch. You know what's funny is people responded to that, and I— sometimes check big tweets to see what the responses are. And there is somebody in one of the tweets 
that shows the NFL is not consistent here, and they have a, a side-by-side video. And one is the Hunter Henry catch-no-catch, touchdown-no-touchdown. Mm-hmm. And they said, obviously, incomplete pass. You know, a couple weeks ago when the Chiefs lost to the Colts, Travis Kelsey had an exact same play. They gave him the tutty. Yeah. And so it's like the NFL isn't even consistent with how they oh, rule they this make stuff. it up as they go, man. They have no clue. And you're going back every time and slowing it down frame by frame. Like the the, the way we nerd out on some of those replays, well, the ball moved a centimeter when it hit the – like, dude, he had control of it. He had his hands around it. Did the ball touch the ground? Yes. But he never lost complete control. He rolled over. The ball was on his stomach. Like, that's a touchdown. They also, on a third down on, like, the very next drive, missed a blatant face mask on Mac Jones. I don't know how they missed In the that. pocket. They, uh, I think it was grabbed Hunter clean. grabbed they his helmet. obvious. <laughs> face masks all over and the, the place. Vikings scored their go-ahead touchdown because of a penalty New England got a stop they ran into the kicker gave him a yep. first down and that could have extended the Patriots drive and said it didn't so I, that was a nice bounce back though for Minnesota they needed to wash the taste out of getting their tails whooped by Dallas and they and they did that was a fun game though last night uh Dallas New York weird game you're like oh my god are the Giants gonna upset Dallas and then boom just onslaught of points, and you blow them out. Hell of a backdoor cover, though. Great Shout out cover. to the Giants for that. Scoring a touchdown with less than a minute to go. So Hell, was that a push? Yes. Was that a point? Was it eight? Or I ended up get... locking it in at ten and a half. It oh, was it got and all and the way up game. there. It was ten. Yeah. It was because uh, I, I I did a monster tee. Oh, I thought monster, it was like eight, eight and a half when it opened. It might have been earlier this week. Yeah, I it didn't bet it until yesterday 10. morning. Mm. It got to ten because I did a teaser. I put the Lions to fifteen and a half. I did the Cowboys to four. And I did the over of 36 in New England, Minnesota, which damn near hit in the first half. Yeah. And I, I was watching that worry that Dallas wasn't going to cover a four-point spread. And they ended up going up. And then, to Dirt's point, backdoor cover. There you go. Yeah. Shout out to the Giants, ma'am. Uh, and then Detroit, I mean. They deserve to lose. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that game almost typical of every single game? I know they had the little three-game winning streak, but it was probably more about other teams either being banged up or, you know out lioning the Lions, but <laughs> that game against Buffalo has summed up their entire season. Buffalo and Kansas City have changed my entire viewpoint of time. They had like 50 seconds left, and I went, yeah. that's easy enough yeah, time go. for them to do that. One 40-yard completion to digs over the middle. Oh, there we go. We're in field goal range. How yeah. do you let that happen? They deserve to lose for not wearing the throwback UDs. Thank you. Like, what are what are we what are we doing? Where's my royal blue? What are we? I mean, the, the Lions, that is their Super Bowl. I'm glad you put the poll question up. I'm yeah. sure the responses were overwhelming. That's all they got. They have, they've won one playoff game in a century. They're terrible. They're the worst organization in all of professional sports. They're a joke. And Basically, every sense of the word. Their head coach is a strength and fitness coach, like a PE high school teacher. Like that's a joke of an organization. They get Thanksgiving football. They get that's their day. That's it. And what do they do on Thanksgiving football? They wear their cool throwback, light blue, silver helmets. They're, it's a great look. You can count on it every year. And they decide to run out on the field in some all gray throw up. Oh, I'm like, so mad what, about like, that. Even if you're gonna like wear your all blues, if you're gonna wear not throwback jerseys, you wear the all grays. Those are those are maybe the worst jerseys in the entire NFL. By the way, poll question is Thanksgiving game, uh, the Super Bowl for the Detroit Lions, eighty-seven percent. Yes, that's all they got, man. It's all they have. <laughs> what else do they have? Look, I I know you were working, and I know you are just an a hole with your cell phone, but I had to get that off my chest. Oh, I read. We, I was like getting ready to leave the house, and I read it on my iWatch. I started laughing because I hadn't turned it on yet. And then I went and looked at the TV. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Turn that on at 8.55, and I'm like, are you kidding me? We're wearing all grays here. Come on. Horrible look. I knew I knew Buffalo was going to win after they didn't wear their throwbacks. And I'm going to 
say something, and we'll go to Pac-12 picks. Jared Goff, not that bad. He's not great, <laughs> but he's not that bad. He's not. There's he a plays lot for of, the Lions. There are about actually, a dozen quarterbacks in the NFL we say the same thing about. Yeah. There's there's ten of them that are in that category. I he mean, didn't take them to a Super Bowl. They didn't uh, yeah, get he, to a Super Bowl with him. He did. He just has a reputation now because he's in Detroit. But like, he's not that bad. But they're Detroit, so I think him, like Jimmy Garoppolo. I, there's a lot of guys. That I think are they're like all kind of in that in category. Of are they good? Uh, yeah, Kirkers is kind of here. He needs sure. to win like a bigger game. Hey, that was a prime time one last night, baby. It, yeah. Prime time counts. It was, yeah. Technically Thursday night slash Sunday night football. Put on the ball. I'm gonna count them both. I think that's two Vikings prime time seven wins. and two on Thanksgiving. Look at that. How about that? You How just... about the Giants? No, too. That was their first touchdown on Thanksgiving since they scored against the Brooklyn Dodgers. <laughs> like what? <laughs> they put that stat up on the screen. Like they play a different sport. What the hell's happening here? Did you watch post game Minnesota? I did not. Did no. you? Get, so you didn't see the turkey legs. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and Kirkers were the turkey leg bros. I guess Patrick Peterson came over for the interview, though, and stole one of the legs and ran away. <laughs> and they she handed uh, Thielen and Jefferson their legs. And Thielen takes a bite. He's like, I've been wanting turkey all day. And he takes a bite. And then she goes to Justin. He's like, take a bite, Justin. He's like... I got my grills in. <laughs> and Thielen goes, I took mine out. That's why I'm eating them. And Justin Jefferson just started laughing. He's like, okay. <laughs> he had another catch. I mean, he had a great game. But he had another one of those catches on that last Minnesota touchdown Unbelievable. drive. In between a corner and a safety, getting hit. Just nuts. Unbelievable. All right, Pac-12 picks against the spread is next. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, we got Ricky Williams at 7.30. We'll dive into the Apple Cup today. We got Spring in Line at 8.30. So get those Spring in Line sponsors in at uh, 503-250-1080 if you're out there. Anybody, for the love of God, please. Hello, hello. We are the only ones in this building. The lights are off. It's, uh, well, it's a company holiday. Yeah. I had to find, the company had to is find where to turn on the The company is actually morning. like it's technically a yes. company holiday. Yes, we are all closed. Yeah. Same with Labor Day. <laughs> yeah. You know, two days we work where we kind of go, eh, we're we here, baby. We're here. But uh, let's do our Pac-12 picks against the spread. We can do this every Thursday, but for obvious reasons, we did not. Uh, what are our records? Uh, not a great weekend for all of us. Nobody above 500. I'm, I am on the absolute skids right now. Are you? Yeah, I, I was 2-4. and four. You guys are 3-3. Three and three. Mm. So season standings now, uh, Sprague still in first place, 50-32-1. I don't know why you're not going up to LNA every weekend, man. Uh, Swag, 39-43-1. We're getting closer to 500, baby. You got a, you got a shot, outside shot, because you got bowl games coming up, too. And oh. I am 42-40-1, so I'm clinging to above 500 <laughs> for dear life. Uh, we all hit on Washington. Sprague, you were the only one that took Cal. Uh, we all three hit on Washington State. Swag was the only one to hit on Oregon State. And then we all took UCLA, and we all took Utah. Uh, all right. Well, let's start with today's games. Arizona State at Arizona, the Territorial Cup. Will Lane Kiffin be the coach of Arizona State? <laughs> sure felt like he was done after yesterday's, didn't it? Dude, if he le- I lose all. If he leaves after that stunt he pulled last week or this week, it's all a blur. Does now. it not feel like he's it does? Gone? It feels like he's gone. It feels like he's dude. Gone. That is a pos move. To come out and call, like yeah. threaten a guy's career for reporting news that is could be factual. It's going to be funny. Call him fake news. Like, screw Lane Kiffin if he ends up doing that. Uh, Arizona State at Arizona. Arizona, four-point favorite. I, I got it. Give me Arizona. Both these teams suck. Arizona got killed by Washington State. Delora threw four picks. Right. ASU couldn't move the ball against Oregon State. Not surprised there, but just got shellacked by the Beavers. These teams are horrible. Uh, there's nothing on the line. Neither team can go to a bowl game. They say this is a passionate rivalry. I'll take the home team. Give me Arizona. Yeah, I'll take the home team as well. I think they've got a few more playmakers, and Delora can do something magical at some point. But both these teams suck. I'll take Arizona State plus four for that. <laughs> uh, UCLA at Cal. Bruins, 10.5-point favorites, 130 kick on. Box. Yeah, I, I'm going to take the Bruins, but I don't feel good about it. Because I think there's sometimes, like, they all their eggs were in the USC basket. They were looking ahead to USC past Arizona, and they lost that game because of it. And now you're coming off the hangover of it. They got nothing really to play for. I don't. I mean, the chances of UCLA making the Pac-12 championship game, I think, are gone at this point with three conference losses. So they're done. Uh, but I'm still going to take the Bruins because I can't trust Cal, but I do not feel good about it. I think I'm going to – boy, that's, I, I got Cal in a backdoor cover. I, I – Again, I question. I can totally see UCLA no showing this UCLA's, game. UCLA's uh, enthusiasm for this game could win ten games if you just bludgeon Cal like you should. That is Aren't not, they not eight and three? Yeah, but you win today. That's nine. You're going to win a bowl game. You win ten. Yeah, I just I think Cal will 
gutted up and they'll be scrappy and feisty and make this ugly. I'll take the Bruins. I think this team's got heart. I think this team is passionate. And I know last week was a letdown, but I don't know. I like this team. I think they're I think they're going to go out on top. Uh, I'll take UCLA minus 10.5. Utah and Colorado, the big rivalry. <laughs> yeah. One o'clock kick on Saturday. <laughs> Pac-12 Network, Utah, 29.5 point favorites. Colorado has lost three straight games as 30-point dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Have they covered any of this, Fred? Uh they didn't the cover only against one Washington. That they yeah. covered was the one I randomly got right. Who did they? They oh, didn't cover they against did, USC. Did no. Uh, didn't cover against Oregon. It was one where they were a big dog. Hold on, let me pull. Maybe up it was ASU twenty six and a half. It was something like that. They didn't cover the Beavs. Yeah, ASU. They only lost by eight. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, every other game they've been a dog by thirty <laughs> or more. They've gotten bludgeoned. So where are you guys going with that? I mean, that tells you you got to take Utah, right? Although this is a weird week. Like I'm worried about like Utah is coming off at a physical, emotional loss to Oregon. Late seven thirty game, so your week's a little bit shorter. Colorado was really bad though. Hey, but rivalry games, you throw the records out the window. Give me Utah minus 29 and a half. Uh, no. If it's less than 30. All of that just to tell me you're taking Utah. I will lay the big one. Yeah, I'm taking Utah. There doesn't need to be deep thought on this. Come on, Colorado. I kind of hope I get that one wrong. Uh, BYU, Stanford, feel the excitement of 6-5 and five versus 3-8. and eight. 8 o'clock kick Saturday, FS1. Nobody will watch this game. Nope. Not even Jason Sukanik. Nope. BYU, 6.5 point favorite. Yeah, I got nothing here. I haven't seen BYU play since they lost to Oregon. I know they're now bowl eligible. I you know ruined th- their season. They lost that we game. We did. And they You're damn right, right we did. You're damn right we did. Uh, take that, Mormons. Uh, I'm going to take BYU, though. Okay. I got I got nothing here. Stanford sucks. Yep. They lost to Cal last week. That's all I got. Yep. Yeah, Stanford's awful. Yeah, BYU. Clean sweep there. Uh, Notre Dame at USC. This one's a pretty big one. USC needs to win this. To keep the playoff hope alive, USC five and a half point favorites, four thirty kick, ABC. Yeah, I, you know I don't. I have a, a honor system against gambling college picks for spreading the line. If I did get the picks spreading the line, uh, college games. Why? Why is this a five and a half point spread? I don't know. Rivalry game. Okay, this is a rivalry. Uh, Notre Dame might be the most overrated team in the country. They lost to Stanford. They should have lost to Cal. They, are we going off of their thrilling 44 nothing win over Boston College? That's why they're the 15th-ranked team in the country. Their field goal win over Navy the week prior to that. They have great. one win on the season, and it was over Clemson. And Clemson's not that good. Thank you. Like, if, you're, if USC is truly a playoff team, this is a game you win, and you win convincingly, and you cover the spread. Okay. Notre Dame's not very good. I'm taking USC. I'm taking USC. They're getting healthier as well, and the defense is starting to figure out some to get the occasional stop and give it back to their offense. Yeah, I'm also going to take USC minus the five and a half. Apple Cup, Washington at Washington State, 7.30. Cold-ass game here on ESPN. <laughs> Can the Huskies get revenge from last year? UW, two-point favorites in Pullman. Hold on, let me pull up my Saturday forecast. 41 and sunny. Yeah, we're just missing a snow apple. Yeah, but go to the kick time. Yeah, kick time. What's it going to be? 7.30. How cold is it? Yeah, hold on. Should be a little. I don't know how to find it. It's It's probably going to be around (laughs) freezing when it kicks Uh, off. It'll be a little bit above freezing, it looks like. Okay. About 35 degrees, maybe a kick. Where are you going? Uh, I'm going to take Washington. If the the elements were in play, I'd Mm. think about taking the Cougs Mm. because how much Washington 
throws the ball. You can throw the ball in the cold. It was cold when they were in Eugene. I think Washington State's got a good defense. I don't know how much I can trust their offense and Cam Ward maybe making a mistake. They have not won back-to-back Apple Cups in like 15 years. Mm -hmm. And I think there's some redemption here. I think Washington wins. I like Washington State getting uh, their running back back. He's healthy now, tearing it up. They got more balance. I'd love this game more if it were in the three-and-a-half range. I think it comes down to a field goal. I don't know how Wazoo slows down the passing attack. I'll take the Huskies only laying two. Yeah, it feels like we did a lot of uh, agreeing picks here in this segment, and sadly, I'm going to have to do it again. Uh, Washington over Washington State. You know, Washington State's got a great opportunity this weekend. The Cam Ward thing is what kind of leaves me from picking the Cougars. I don't know what Cam Ward I'm going to get. I know they played better last couple weeks. UW's a really good team, and the road versus home thing is interesting, but they got their road demons Mm -hmm. when they went to Eugene and won that game, so... I think they'll be okay. No snow. They'll be able to pass that ball. Lower scoring game than uh, 60 points, I think. But I'll take UW in a very close football game uh, by two. There you go. Pac-12 picks against the spread. We do it every week, usually on Thursdays. But we moved it to Friday. Let's talk about the game we didn't pick. Oregon, Oregon State. We dive into the Civil War next. Dirt and Sprague on the fan. Ricky Williams at 730. We'll talk a lot of Apple Cup today. We'll Sprague the line at 830. That text KT. I actually got to get his picks. I don't think he thought we were working today. He also hasn't been on that much. And I hate to do this to the show because it co- it collectively impacts all of us. I, I think I'm going to tell him, like, if you lose, if you win, we have to stop being rewarded for losing. Yeah, there's some of that yeah. for sure. I don't, um, I don't need crabs that bad. Don't pull that. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you guys do on Friday at six fifty in the morning? <laughs> Dirt told us he didn't eat crabs that bad. I mean, not that bad. You know, not I, that I, bad. I like crabs, but not that bad. It's a risk you know? reward thing there going is, on. You know? yeah. we, we had a listener make a good point. They said, like, what's kind of the point of the contest if he's already agreeing to pay out even if he wins? Hey, look, I already got my golf clubs out of the deal, so I'm I, good. If he doesn't want to pay us out yeah. on any other, any other bets, I am uh, a okay with that. If if this was something very serious for Swag, like if Swag had old sticks and was looking for new sticks and that was the bet yeah Yeah. i don't think kt would outright say it but i also wouldn't stop him but if it's for some key lime pie and some stone crab Mm, i don't think he should pay if he lose if he wins i'll also just he's a nice guy he's a very nice he likes doing stuff like he's the hey come down to florida stay with me we'll go out on a yacht you're like he's that kind of guy he is I've actually contemplated going. <laughs> I have too. I want to go. It'd be a lot of fun. As he said, he would actually hook us up. But um, so we'll get KT's picks. We'll spread the line at eight thirty. Oregon, Oregon State, buddy, it's yeah. here. Game I is know. tomorrow. I figured out where I'm watching. This line went from three and a half to three. I hate that line. That feels like <laughs> right at the push line. I think this is going to be a really good game. I think this is going to maybe not be as high scoring, and I I think it could come down to a field goal. And whether that's Oregon lining up for it, Oregon State, I'm not going to be shocked one way or the other. It's Friday. Where are you at for tomorrow? Or do you have a feeling of where you think this game's going to go? I feel. I mean, I feel identical to you. I see a low-scoring game. I see a close game. I, I think it's fun because you have strength versus strength and weakness versus weakness. And football comes down to matchups. 
and can you take advantage of using your strengths to attack another team's weaknesses? You have Oregon State. The strength of their team is their defense. It has been all year. The strength of Oregon's team all year has been their offense, and so it's a strength versus strength. And on the other side, the weakness for OSU has been their offense, and the weakness for Oregon has been their defense. And so I think, I mean, I I see a low-scoring game. If it comes down to a field goal, we'll have to discuss how we want to pay out the bet with the line being three. We can't have a push there, so we got it. We got to get creative in that regard. Um, I didn't think about that because that would suck. I don't, you know, you don't want to kiss your sister and just come back on Monday and be like, well, maybe Oregon wins by three, but nobody won the bet because it was a push. I think the game comes down to Bo Nix's health and his ability to move i i if he is functioning and not just a statue in the pocket i like oregon's chances in this game if he's similar mobility wise to where he was against utah they showed their playbook of what they have to do to move the football without his ability to move and oregon state has now had a week to game plan for it you go back and watch that utah game what seven or 20 of their 17 or 17 of their 20 points came in the first half Utah then adjusted and said okay they're only throwing screens he can't move let's blitz him he's not going to keep it on zone read so attack the running back and Oregon could only muster a field goal in the second half of that game I think it comes down to can he move can he be functional uh and just at there's at least the threat you don't have to be 100% just the threat every now and then when you're handing it off like nope I'm gonna pull it and I'm gonna go pick up 10 yards if he doesn't have that then it's gonna be an uphill battle for Oregon let's dive into this where are you at right now Oregon Oregon State tomorrow Beeb's hosting this one. Oregon, a three-point favorite. Twelve thirty kick on ABC. We'll we'll talk more Civil War coming up next. Hour number two. Ricky Williams at the bottom of the hour. We'll talk about rivalries with him and a little Thanksgiving and just what Ricky's life has been since he created his brand. Uh, but loaded second hour. Dirt and Sprague talking Oregon, Oregon State next on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 